0: This is the Behind the Line podcast, and this is Pacific State, May 25th, 2022. So, the talking political heads in Washington State were out, of course, yesterday after the Texas shooting. Governor Inslee kept his comments pretty on the level, but that didn't stop Maria Cantwell from coming out. In issuing a statement which says today 18 children and 3 teachers tragically lost their lives in yet another preventable mass shooting, Cantwell said. Far too many Americans have experienced the pain of losing a loved one to gun violence. It's long past time for action, the majority of Americans support common sense measures to combat gun violence such as background checks and red flag laws. I call on my colleagues to finally come together to pass legislation that will save lives. Superintendent Chris Rakedal also issued a lengthy statement where he claimed that Washington schools have made substantial investments in threat assessment protocols and interventions, comprehensive school safety plans and procedures in each school, large financial commitments to student mental and behavioral health interventions, required training for school safety and security staff, as well as increasing the number of adults in our schools to support students. What a misleading and false statement that is. How many Seattle area schools have kicked law enforcement out of the school because of the George Floyd incident two years ago? How safe are your kids now that law enforcement's been removed from those schools? Seattle's had incidents of homeless people, armed homeless people, coming into, wandering into schools while kids are there. Doors are left open. The schools are left wide open. I know this for a fact, as I have family members who work in the schools. Any training, if any, given to teachers about intervening or doing something in a situation like this is minimal. Definitely not at a level that a teacher would be proficient or probably able to perform under a stressful situation. And as far as providing mental health care and whatever for students, it's awful. And you've seen Seattle area students complaining about the lack of counselors or people they can talk to just recently. A lot of schools don't even have a full-time person that students can go talk to if they're having mental problems. And even when teachers do recognize some problem going on in the home with abuse or, or violence or something like that and they report it, oftentimes nothing gets done. And I know this for a fact as well. There's too much bureaucracy that issues that come up with students being reported has to go through. It's got to jump through multiple chains of people and eventually go to the state level where it probably gets lost in the shuffle because the state does nothing. Politicians need to wake up and start funding these things that kids need, mental health counseling, behavioral counseling school security, we send billions of dollars overseas, we spend millions upon millions of dollars on homeless people, and yet these schools are still struggling to just pay for normal school stuff, let alone this security issue that is definitely an issue that needs to be addressed. And as far as Cantwell's statement, background checks, yes, we need better background checks. But your red flag laws and whatever else i can tell you from my years and years in law enforcement and working with criminals most of my adult life they don't care about your laws and they will still find ways to get weapons and this includes children criminals who are members of gangs which there are many it's time politicians in this state start dealing with criminals and known offenders and people on the police departments radar the way they should be dealt with, not just ignoring them, not just sitting down and trying to talk to them and talk it out punishment consequences, something that'll make them think about doing that again or doing anything worse. It's time that state legislators put money back into mental health in this state, in every state, and to go right along with that, lack of consequences and dealing with criminals as they should. According to the King County Prosecutor's Office, 32-year-old Ryan Lee Popplewell is suspected of stealing a car in Ballard while a child was still inside. Investigators say the boy's father jumped into the right rear window and witnesses nearby tried to help. Popplewell got out and ran off, allegedly pepper spraying one of the witnesses following him, then returned to a tent before Seattle police arrested him. Why you're leaving your kid in a car while it's running is beyond me, but that's not the point. Popplewell was charged with first-degree kidnapping, theft of a motor vehicle, and second-degree robberies being held on $250,000 bail. Prosecutors say they're concerned Popplewell will be released early once again, and they say he has. Re- they have repeatedly argued in court for him to be held in jail, all from different cases. But the judges in King County just keep letting this guy out and lowering his bail, and the Northwest Community Bail Fund keeps paying for this guy's bail. Northwest Community Bail Fund. You should reach out to them and let you, let them know what you think of them. Papawell has been convicted of 12 felonies and arrested 28 times. He's also on the prosecutor's high priority repeat offenders list. These guys should not be on the street under any circumstance. And a federal investigation is slowing solar projects in Oregon. The U.S. Department of Commerce announced in March that it was investigating whether Chinese companies were funneling solar panel parts through Cambodia, Malaysia, Thailand, and Vietnam in order to avoid tariffs imposed by the past three presidential administrations. If the Commerce Department finds those panels are indeed subject to tariffs, those duties could be retroactively applied to panels purchased after the start of the investigation. You know, charging Americans for a Chinese tariff. The threat of retroactive tariffs effectively shut down the vast majority of solar panel imports, causing a very severe shortage. The four countries under investigation supply about 80% of the solar panels imported by the United States. So, at a time when we're Talking about green energy and getting off of fossil fuels, what does the government do? Find a way that you can't go to green energy because they want their money, money, money. If the government really wants us off fossil fuels, they better make it easier for us to, and affordable for us to, buy green energy alternatives. And California has approved new water restrictions Amid its worsening drought, 10 months ago Governor Gavin Newsom called for Californians to voluntarily cut water consumption by 15%, but that goal remains far off. Water use has come down less than 4%, and the state's drought has only gotten worse. So state officials on Tuesday adopted emergency regulations aimed at delivering the most drastic statewide cuts to address the drought thus far. The rules require local water agencies to reduce water by up to water use by up to 20% And prohibit any watering of ornamental lawns at businesses and other commercial properties. The rule goes on to say that they could make it so you can only water your lawn at your residence two days a week. And it could also allow restaurants to serve water only upon request. My guess is if this continues to get worse, you're going to have water completely shut off at certain times. But, hey, we're not going to build that desalinization plant that we could have built on the ocean to get our drinking water. Nah. And in the wake of yesterday's shooting, California is looking to pass some new gun control laws by Friday or get them in so they can be heard. uh, One will allow Californians the right to sue manufacturers, sellers, and distributors of illegal assault weapons, ghost guns, and certain other firearms, and to collect at least 10,000 in civil damages per weapon. A bill to require school officials to report any perceived threat of a mass shooting event to law enforcement and mandate districts to share safe gun storage information with families of middle and high school students. A bill to ban gun shows and firearm sales on state property. A bill to require licensed firearm dealers to have digital video surveillance, burglar alarm and keyless entry systems, carry general liability insurance and complete annual training. And a bill to ban advertising of certain firearms to minors. Again, the root cause of these things are not the firearm, it is a mental health issue and a crime issue. This has been Pacific Northwest Headline News. For more, visit BehindTheLinePodcast.com. Thanks for listening.